Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, welcome to Webcology. It is Thursday, February the 7th, 2008. This is Jim Hedger from uh, MetaMen.com, and I'm actually at the MetaMen shop today. I've kind of stolen the office of Matthew Bowles, the account manager up here, and I'm joined by Dave Davies from Beanstalk Dash Inc., who is comfortably esconded in his office. How's it going, Dave? I'm doing well. I guess it's a bit of a rarity for you. I don't know. Are you used to sitting in an office uh this much? I well, you're there. Uh, yeah, I am used to sitting days. in an office. I'm used to sitting in my office, my home office. <laughs> you know, where I'm, where I got my slippers on and my cat on my lap, and you know, I can do whatever I want to do. And uh, here, I have to behave, and that's the part I'm not used to. <laughs> well, but, you know, good luck with uh, good luck with that. Now, there's I, I've been anxious to to talk to you, and, and we haven't really had a, a chance to to chat too much because you've had some some catch up from uh, from last week, of course. Um, but the big news covered a covered a ton, so I don't know how much we want to want to touch on it. But I, I feel the necessity to uh, Microsoft, Yahoo. Um, what's your take on this? Well, first off, I mean we don't we don't want to spend a lot of time on this because there's not a lot that we can say that hasn't already been said, written, or speculated on. Um, my take on this, I suppose, is is the same as just about everybody else in the industry. Um, something has to happen over at Yahoo. Microsoft is making is put the offer on the table, and as a matter of fact, by putting the offer on the table, they've opened a can of worms that cannot be closed. Um, the Yahoo board has to make some decisions. Their shareholders are pissed, are pissed royally, and they have been for um, three or four quarters now. But after after last Tuesday, after after the Q4 report from 2007. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yahoo shareholders are demanding something happen. Now we know that Microsoft. Anticipated and took advantage of this because minutes after the uh, the conference call, the the shareholder call was done a week ago. They were approaching Yahoo, saying, "Here's what we're doing. What do you want to do about it?" Now, Yahoo, Jerry Yang and Co. They have to make a decision, um, and status quo is not one of their options. So, what happens next is anybody's guess, but Microsoft has certainly started a dance party. Um, and we all know that Steve Ballmer dances like a, a jock with a Ritalin complex. Um, but uh, they've definitely, definitely started a. Uh, they definitely started speculation in and around Yahoo. The ball is in play. We'll see where it goes now. Now, I was reading a, a very interesting uh, sort of update at TechReport.com uh, by Cyril uh, Kowalinski. Um, and it did make the note that because Microsoft's offer was in half cash, half shares, um, the shares were at a fixed value. Uh, Microsoft's stock has dropped in value since the offer. Yahoo's went up in large part due to this offer. Um, that the actual value of the uh, the original bid is now decreased. It, essentially, the share portion has gone from about $33 a share down to about $29 a share, thus reducing the overall value. Um, do you think that is going to impact uh, the way Yahoo is viewing this? Do you think Microsoft's going to have to increase? 
Or would you suppose that, you know, if Microsoft just kind of holds steady, Yahoo shares are going to stabilize. The only reason they went up as much as they have is because of Microsoft's offer. Um, well, I think, um, I think Dave, that, that Microsoft, uh, for, for Yahoo, it doesn't make a difference where Microsoft stock is sitting. Microsoft made this offer, and half of the offer was going to be their stocks. Now, their stocks have declined on the news that they were going after Yahoo because I guess their shareholders went, oh, my goodness, you want to pick up that dog? I don't know if we can deal with it. <laughs> Yahoo shareholders, <laughs> on the other hand, went, oh, my goodness, salvation. Um, so the $31 per, per share offer stands. That's what, that's what Microsoft said they were going to give Yahoo shareholders. And if Microsoft shares decline in value, but it doesn't really matter. It just means Microsoft has to throw in more shares and further dilute their own company to make this purchase. And I, I, I think you have struck on one of the most interesting aspects of the deal. The numbers here are hardly fixed. And we remember what happened um, eight years ago when AOL purchased Time Warner. Well, that was, that was a $60 billion all-stock value bid. And those stocks that, that AOL purchased Time Warner with were absolutely worthless. Ten weeks later, when the bottom fell out of the market. So, right. as I said, I think you've hit on the most interesting aspect of this deal. Where is Microsoft Microsoft's share price going to be tomorrow? And how much is you know, the, the, the offer of shares and cash really worth? Well, to Yahoo, it's, it's worth exactly what Microsoft said it would be worth. It's Microsoft that's got to make up the difference. And I think it's going to be very difficult for them. I think I think you're right. Now, one advantage, of course, that, uh, that the shareholders of, of either either have is Microsoft is not going to tank. Like we all at least know that <laughs> um, Microsoft shares are hardly going to become worthless. Um, not today. You know, Ten weeks from now, um, it would yeah, it, it would take a lot longer, uh, a lot longer than that. Well, let's look a lot longer than that. Let's look five, ten years from now. Because here's the one thing. Microsoft needs this deal more than, more than uh, Yahoo does. Microsoft needs this. Because we, we got the, the, the real prize in this deal isn't Yahoo. The real prize in this deal is competing with Google. And right. look what Google's coming out with, with Google Docs and with, with Google's commitment to cloud computing. That, cu- that cuts two different rugs out from underneath Microsoft's feet. I mean, how does Microsoft make all of its money, eh? It makes it through the operating system, which we call Windows, or we curse, yeah. and it makes it through the sale of the office suite, uh, Word, Excel, uh, PowerPoint, etc. If Google is going to be using the Internet itself as the basic operating system and giving away its own version of, of what was essentially the office suite, except it's called Google Docs, You've just taken Microsoft's two major revenue streams from them. And this isn't something that's going to happen tomorrow. This is something that happens five or six years down the road. Um, Google Docs is credible. It's this extraordinary little system, but it's not as good as Office yet. Um, think of how much it costs to license Office, though, and you put yourself in a small business, a 50-person business. Um, that's a lot of money for a smaller business. Not, as soon as Google Docs is as professional as Microsoft Office, of course they're going to switch. And this is what Steve Ballmer is looking at. He's looking at a time when Google Docs is more sophisticated and easier to use than, uh, than Office is. And uh, he's panicking. He's scared. And he needs Yahoo. Well, and, and rightfully so. And you know what? Bringing up that point almost makes it humorous. I don't know if you had a chance to read Google's response 
uh, into the field. <laughs> yes. And and how this is all about anti, you know, this is going to be evil, you know, this evil Microsoft and, and the competition issues and uh, this and that. It's like, yes, combined, a, a Google's get now getting into areas of, of Microsoft's quote-unquote expertise, um, you know, getting into things like operating systems and, uh, and, and publishing and stuff like that. Um, you know how 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 they've they've managed to kind of pull that. I I just find that aspect of things kind of humorous that uh, the Google pulled that one. But you know what? I guess maybe they just figured it's it's their turn to to try and uh, to try and thumb their nose at somebody. <laughs> I don't know. I am so down with Andy Beal on this one. Um, I think it was a couple of days ago. Andy wrote in uh, in his blog that Google is quickly becoming synonymous with hypocrite. Um, <laughs> you cannot Google. I mean, antitrust stuff monopolizing parts of the internet. Oh my goodness. I mean this is this is Google with their massive market share in the in search in search and search marketing. Like my goodness. I'm sorry. I, I just don't take this monopoly fear seriously when it comes from Google. Well no, when Microsoft and Yahoo combined still only account for about half of Google's market share. Um, <laughs> you know, actually, maybe. I mean, and honestly, how much money are you making on instant messaging? Very little. I mean, that's you, you get you get some opportunity to get some display ads yeah. in there, but but really, AdWords is still going to be AdWords no matter what happens with the Google Microsoft deal. Yeah, you know, it's still going to be a yeah. massive cash cow. Well, that's it. An ad. Anyway, sense. moving cash right cow. along, Dave. We could talk yeah, about you're right, you're right. Yahoo or Hooya forever. <laughs> um, but we got a good show. We got a great show for the audience today. We do. Um, just to we throw do. the onus on you to get this last name correctly, Dave. Who's our guest today? <laughs> well, we're going to be we're going to be beginning with with kind of a, a quasi uh, you know sort of third co-host, uh, your friend and mine, uh, Mr. Ross Dunn, uh, and then we're going to be joined a little later in the show. Ross asked us to uh, to pull in and. I will apologize for brutalizing this name in uh, in advance. Andreas Galdames, uh, and he's from Click Tracks. And uh, Ross is going to be speaking with us. Uh, if you were listening last week, you'll remember that we launched a 10-part SEO series. We've got uh, an article uh, currently on the homepage of Web Pro News, and we will every week of this series. And uh, and we're coinciding that with some great interviews here on uh, on Webcology. Um, so we're on week two right now. We asked, and uh, he graciously accepted uh, Ross Dunn from uh, Stepforth uh, Web Marketing Inc. to do the section on competitor analysis. Uh, he did a great job. You can read the article on uh, it's right on the homepage of uh, Web Pro News under the expert authors section. And Dave, I just got a message from Control. We're having a little bit of problem getting Ross on the line. So what I think I'd like to do right now is cut to commercial. We'll take a couple-minute break. We're um, going to get a chance to get uh, extraordinary Ross Dunn on the telephone. Friends, this is Jim Hedger from MetaMen.com and Dave Davies from Beanstalk-Inc.com. You're listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay tuned. We'll be back with a great segment in just a few minutes. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Um, hello? Welcome to our website. Website traffic isn't about paying for clicks. Okay, so I guess we're going to wait until everyone shows up and then we'll... Uh, um... It's about having the right content. So while you're searching for more traffic, the folks at InfoSearch Media are creating the content people are searching for. With InfoSearch Media, you can get more traffic for less money than PPC. So the next time you need to speak to your customers... Welcome to our website. They're already searching for you. InfoSearch Media. Get content that really clicks. 
Hey, what are you reading? Revenue Magazine. It keeps me up to date on everything in performance marketing. Yeah? I get all my information online. <laughs> I don't see a computer next to your boogie board there. Well, I've got a regular magazine here. <laughs> Revenue Magazine is the only hard copy magazine that covers affiliate marketing techniques, search technologies, online fraud prevention, and interactive advertising, branding, and marketing. My magazine's got pictures. Revenue Magazine has everything for online marketers, affiliates, merchants, agencies, and networks. And you can read previous issues, blogs, and more at RevenueToday.com. Wow, mine's got a centerfold. Revenue Magazine. The Performance Marketing Standard. For more information, go to RevenueToday.com. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. Com. More than a name. Can you believe how long it takes to order food here? Uh, here we go. Excuse me. She's not even looking over here. Great service is hard to come by. Whether you're sitting at a bar, restaurant, or creating effective search advertising campaigns. Um, excuse me. I think we need to go somewhere else. It's easy to feel forgotten, especially when your advertising budget is on the line. LookSmart serves up to 400 million queries a day with a side of the best customer service in the online advertising industry. Hi, how are y'all doing today? What can I get you folks to eat? You were right. This place is so much better. LookSmart, premium and performance advertising solutions. Welcome to the Daily Searchcast. Hey, little Yahoo, look who's after you. Do, 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 do. Hey, little Yahoo, who's your suitor now? Hey, little Yahoo, who's the one who wants you? Hey, little Yahoo, shotgun. Boom. It's a nice day for a Microsoft wedding. Got it? You pick it up? I love it. Isn't it good? <laughs> The Daily Search Cast. Live broadcast Monday through Thursdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. The whoring of Facebook for promotional purposes continues with the WebmasterRadio.fm Facebook fan page. Join our fans by clicking the Facebook logo on the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage and keep up to date with all the latest. Become a fan on Facebook. Off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from, Be- from metamen.com, and I'm joined with by Dave Davies from beanstalk-inc.com, and both of us are joined by, the, you know, both of us are joined by the guy who got us going in this industry ages ago, Ross Dunn from StepForth.com. Ross, welcome back to Webcology. Thanks very much. Quite excited to be here. Thanks for the invite. Well, I mean, like it was a, it was a natural invite, Ross. We're 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 talking about competition analysis, and I remember when Dave and I both worked for StepForth. This is something that you were just starting to get into, and this is years ago, but you were just starting to get into competitive analysis, and um, with all the articles you've written on it, um, I have a countless number of reports to your clients. Um, dude, I think you could have written the book on this subject. 
it might happen someday. I'd love, I'd love to do it if I ever, ever had the actual time to do it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank everyone you. wants to write. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you and us, you and us both. Let me tell you, everyone wants to write a book. No one's got the time. But uh, what, before we jump right into it, why don't you give a quick definition of what um, of, of your form of competitive analysis? What are you, What are you doing? What are we talking about today? Uh, well, um, I guess what I do. I, are you meaning like how I start with on, or just what is a competitive analysis? I guess yeah, uh, well, let's what start is with what it is, and then how you do it. Okay. Well, uh, essentially, it's a, it's a, a very precise deconstruction of a competitor's online marketing strategy. So the concept, the reason I, I, I put them together for my clients to start with, anyways, was it just seemed silly to try and reinvent the wheel. So many clients are baffled how their competitors are doing so much better than them, and and they just try and sort of find their way in the dark. My way is to sort of turn on the light. Let's find out what they're doing right. And, uh, you know, if it's something we can adapt to the client's site, excellent. If it's something we can improve on, which is most cases, then let's do it as well and, and let's get a, a leg up on top of the competition. Okay, so when you're, when you're thinking about competitive analysis, what are you looking at? Okay. Well, we look at, uh, uh, let's start with the, the, the actual website. We would go to the uh, competitor's website and just do a, a simple walkthrough. I pretend like I'm, uh, I'm I'm the actual optimizer for the site. So I go through it and just find out exactly what it is they've done right. And I, I can actually determine pretty quickly, like most um, SEOs can, whether or not the site's been properly optimized. At that point, if it has, I'm like, okay, excellent. Let's now look a little deeper and look at the depth of optimization and see if there's any particular uh, tricks, I guess you'd say, that clients have, uh, the competitors used to get rankings. Um, sometimes I find uh, link structures I find um, that, that are just very intriguing within the site. Um, these aren't external links. These are just uh, the URL, how the URL is built. Um, sometimes they have many keywords in them. Sometimes they have few. Um, there's sometimes a fine balance, which I've noticed between, let's say I do five competitors. I'll find an actual balance where um, one URL seems to be improving uh, rankings over uh, the, another URL format another competitor is using. I mean, it can, it's only a part of the equation, but all these things add up, and it adds up in the final report I hand to the client. And once I have a clear picture, I can actually diagnose which which elements are helping them get the rankings they need. Now, I'm sure a lot of our, our listeners are going to be um, running off to the Web Pro News site to, to read the article, of course, because it makes makes perfect sense and is an important important topic. Um, but I know because you and I had the opportunity to chat a couple times during the during the writing process and in, in setting up for it. Uh, I know there were just an absolute ton of areas that, of course, as happens with all of these articles, you're having to, to summarize and, and you know keep it to a, a normal length. Um, so there's a bunch of areas that you just couldn't get into. Do you want, maybe want to touch on some of the areas you think are important, but you just just couldn't fit into the article? Yeah, for sure. Oh, no doubt. Like, yeah, we were just talking, and I, I swear I, I just couldn't get over. It. I, I had this huge outline of how I wanted this article to look, and and I started writing it. I think I only got to a tenth of it. It's it's just trying to explain everything and making sure it's it's not baffle gap because as you know we we tend to use the acronyms galore. I wanted to make it quite simple, so I hope they do enjoy the article. But when you get into the other stuff, there's there's everything from, um, for example, one of the ones that uh, I enjoy using and, and I know it's very common amongst other competitor analysis uh, uh, consultants is DomainTools.com. It's a, it's a great site because I can actually go there and look at the website, um, the, the competitor's website, find out who's uh, at this point, um, uh, hosting on their same server, 
And, and that's really interesting. I should, I should expand on that a little bit. When you look at their web server, if you find other sites on there, there's a, there's a chance that they actually own those. And if you can look at those, and they do own them using a Whois, uh, I note that URL in the, um, the article, you can actually find out whether or not there's any uh, networks that are, are boosting their rankings. And these networks sometimes work together. And uh, it, it's quite revealing. In, in some cases, I've actually found new networks that are just about to be launched, and the clients were just giddy knowing what's, what's, what's coming from the competitor. And in some cases, they can counter, you know, at least they can counter it a little faster than they would have trying to play catch-up when the competitor launched those. Um, another thing would be, uh, geez, getting into the, uh, the backlinks. It's, it's endless how much work you can do with backlinks. Going into all of the, uh, the links that are pointing to the competitor's sites, finding out which ones are good. And, you know, in some cases, I'm doing five competitors in one of these analysis, and <laughs> there's so many links to wade through. I don't even have enough time to do it. But finding out which ones are the ideal ones, uh, that's, that's huge. And it, it can do such a, um, a service to the client to know which ones will drive the best um, uh, relevance and credibility to their site. Now, what sort of things are you looking for? Like you, you touched on backlinks there. What sort of telltale signs are you looking for? Are you keeping your eyes out for paid links? Are you, are you looking for, for specific tactics? Or do you just sort of go in blind so that you can sort of try and catch whatever is going on? Uh, it, it depends. Actually, quite honestly, it depends on just how much time I've been given by the client. I mean, if, if, I, if I have uh, a lot of time, I'll go through and, and purposely go through a, a load of, of links. Looking Now, what I would start with, though, I would sort them. Obviously, there's so many. I would sort them by just how many outgoing links they have from each page. If there's a ton of outgoing links from the pages that are providing this backlink, there's a good chance it's not a high-quality page. Um, not all the time, but it's, it's just one of the factors. So I'll weed through them that way. And, I'll, and, and I can cut them back to, say, sometimes 500 or something. It doesn't take too long. I'll just skip through maybe one out of five and start to find a pattern of which sites the competitor tends to be either advertising on, and like you say, paid links, or has created some sort of relationship with this uh, vendor or um, service professional, someone who's, who's involved in his network or in his actual um, field. And you can start to really get an idea of just exactly what they've been doing in their marketing strategy. And, and it's quite portable. Uh, usually uh, I can actually tell the client, look, this guy has found this amazing niche of, of vendors that are willing to provide links, and I don't see any reason why this would not also work for you. Well, you know, Ross, you almost answered the next question I mean to ask you, but I'm, I, it's a much more general question than the specific answer you gave. When you're going through your competitive analysis, when you're, when, when you're looking at your, at your client's competition, what kind of action items are you thinking of? This is what we got to do to improve our client's placements. So at the end, the competitor summary, kind of like what, what do we take and actually apply? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. Well, that's a good question. I mean, really, when I look at the sites, um, i trying to think back to one that was recent. Uh, can I say? You know, a lot, a lot of, of course, a lot of the times the competitor analysis are so confidential. Uh, but yeah, the, the concepts are always the same. I guess the links, you know, first of all, working with the links, making sure that they, they do um, build their link strategies uh, in a smart way. I'm, I'm trying to get away from paid links. Uh, for a long time, I didn't really care. I went for them. They worked really, really well. And, and frankly, they still do in a lot of cases. But uh, I'm just trying to keep my clients away from that rather dangerous field at the moment. Um, and there's a lot yeah, of ways to do Cover your ears, it. Matt. You didn't hear that. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, a lot of uh, cleaner ways to do it. And frankly, they last longer anyway, and, and they're a little cheaper. Um, 
then I also look at the sites. Now, let's say we're talking about a, a, a competitor who has uh, amazing uh, site structure. They've actually built their site in such a way using, say, nofollow links that it's themed. Um, uh, Bruce Clay calls it, uh, I believe they call it content siloing. Same concept, uh, been around for a long time, but the idea is nofollow links funnel traffic through the site and keep the page rank or popularity, credibility, whatever you want to call it, within certain areas. That's what I would diagram to the client and say, look, this is something we need to apply to your site and as soon as possible. And in some areas, there's also areas where there's just too much content that's not being found, and I can help them um, increase the search engine spider access to those areas. You know, you were uh, I don't mean to jump in here on you, Ross, but I just want to uh, make note. I just got messaged, um, and I'm going to read the message verbatim. <laughs> um, OMFG, an SEO who has the kahunas to say that on the air. Congratulations, <laughs> you just shocked one of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't talk too much. I tend to get myself in trouble. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, let's, let's, let's talk about paid links for a half second here. I don't, I don't, I don't want to get too deep into it, but um, it's a staple of the industry. Let's face it, they're there. People use them. Um, oh, yeah. It's not, and and we know that Google's going after them and stuff. But it's a staple of the industry. And, and what's your take on this? My t- my take personally is it's not what you do; it's the way that you do it. W- what do you reckon about that? Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, when I when I when I did paid links, I'll just be straight up. I mean, uh, part of it, of course, was to to get um, some some uh, popularity to my site. You know, some some sort of relevance. Now, I always did it from sites that were completely relevant to mine, and the. Um, the owners were extremely happy about it. And I also got traffic from them. It was a double, great double whammy. It wasn't just for PageRank. It was a nice benefit, and it's something that, frankly, Google opened the door to. Um, and they knew about it for how long? I mean, how long has it been around? Um, oh, yeah. All of a sudden, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden let's, let's just, just trash everyone. Okay, well, I know you guys have been saying you didn't like it, but you sure didn't do anything for, about it for a long, long time. Um, so... I don't know. Does that answer the question? It, it just sort of just spewing out what I've been keeping in. <laughs> That's good to get it out, though, isn't it? It is. It is. Uh, another public it, service provided by webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Anytime, oh, God. Yeah, open the airways every time I want to do this. It would be great. You'd be on all, on all the time, though. <laughs> We're everywhere, now, Ross. It, We're everywhere. If I could jump in here, I'm gonna I'm gonna pose a question that doesn't make Matt Cutts absolutely cringe, but that touches on uh, on something you were discussing uh, a little bit earlier, Ross, and and poses an interesting question to me at least, and and hopefully for our listeners. Um, you've been talking about the analysis of your competitors and what they're doing for on-site, um, you know, so that you can sort of glean some insight uh, from that. Now, with SEO, and I'm asking kind of a loaded question that I would hate to be asked here, so I'll, I'll ask it instead of being okay. asked. Um, <laughs> isn't, aren't there a hardcore set of sort of best practices? Isn't there a set of standards that you should just do? So really deciding what your, your competitors are doing with their on-site, shouldn't that almost be irrelevant uh, because you should just be following this, this set of best practices because an algorithm's an algorithm. Oh yeah, no question. No, no question. That's not, I find that uh, quite uh, quite straightforward. I mean, really, obviously, the webmaster guidelines. Um, you, you don't want to jump all over those. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm step forth as, uh, as much as I say, you know, uh, links, all these sort of things. We've always stuck to the, to the grain, ethical grain. We want to make sure it's as ethical as possible. Perhaps there's people out there who will say that it wasn't, but 
off the links. Let's go to what you were saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I keep getting dragged there, uh, and it's my own doing. Uh, yeah, when I see stuff that shouldn't be done, I like telling my clients about it. I go to these competitor sites and go, look, this is not not something you should do. But this is obviously something they're doing. Is they're doing well. Actually, this just happened last week, and I said, wow, these guys are using a strategy that I heard about, may have done <laughs> five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but it it's just not cool now. And the fact of the matter is uh, they're going to get caught. Um, well, at least that, that's what I'd like to think. And, and that, again, that's if Google can keep on its toes on this sort of stuff. But the fact of the matter is it, it's just not something you should, you should copy. Um, there are different ways we can do it, though, that are completely ethical, and, and that's what I put out for them. Okay, and on that, uh, Ross, we have to take a quick break here on Webcology, here on webmasterradio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from metamen.com. Uh, and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Dash Inc. We're joined by Ross Dunn from StepForth.com, and soon all of us are going to be joined. And Andre, I apologize if I if I get the name, but you're on Webcology, so you got a 50/50 chance here. We're going to be joined by Andre Galdam from uh, from ClickTracks, but we're not going to. That's not going to happen for at least two minutes because we have to pay some bills. Webcology will be back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart, had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Best of the web. The Internet's oldest directory. EOTW.org. Since 1994. Our editors scour the web, finding quality sites, providing users with spam-free resources, relevant information from valuable sites. Submit your site now for a guaranteed review in three days or less. For webmasters needing additional exposure, check out our 60-day free trial on category sponsorships. 60 days free advertising. No kidding. And don't forget the best of the web's reseller program with the industry's highest commissions. 25% recurring commission on all products and services. Bloggers, make sure to check out the BOTW blog directory and the recently launched volunteer editor program to help build the best blog resource on the web faster than a speeding bullet it's the super way to pay it's fast transact fast transact is the safe secure and fast way to process credit cards online checks and gift cards find multiple payment gateway and merchant account options to keep your costs down and sales up up and away you can build your business empire in a single bound while fast transact fights the never-ending battle to keep payment processing safe and secure your quest for an e-commerce solution has found its final destination. Fly over to FastTransact.com today. Business is changing, and new marketing avenues are opening up every day. WebmasterRadio.fm wants to give you the market edge. Join host Larry Weber as he speaks to the innovators and trendsetters who are taking us to a new age of social media, e-communities, and the blogosphere. Market Edge with Larry Weber, Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and on demand after the show inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. 
Watch out for the vampires. Enter the communications coven that is webmasterradio.fm. Now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Visit the webmasterradio.fm homepage for all the details. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Friends, welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from metamen.com and Dave Davies from beanstalk-inc.com. And we're joined by former employer and good friend Ross Dunn from stepforth.com. And the three of us are joined by Andre Galdam from ClickTracks. Andre, welcome to Webcology. And if we got your name wrong, brother, I apologize. Thanks so much. And yes, you did, in fact, mangle the name. No, I'm kidding. Now, I'm going to guess. Is it Andreas Galdamas? It is Andreas Galdamas. Very good. Hey. hey. <laughs> now, I could have just turned down your, your answer machine. But, you know. <laughs> Well, thanks Andres, for having me, guys. Welcome to, uh, Andreas, welcome to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. You're with ClickTracks, is that correct? Correct. I'm with He's also the hardest, man, hardest working man in the show to write an official. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I work with the uh, professional services department here at ClickTracks. I've been here about two years or so. Excellent. Well, I, can I interject now? I just wanted to say that uh, the reason I brought Andreas in is I realize uh, to, to many listeners, ClickTracks may seem like or, or any kind of web analytics may seem a, a bit off topic considering we're talking about competitor analysis. But I actually thought it was uh, I'd really be irresponsible if I didn't bring this in because the fact is you shouldn't just be looking outside of your site. You should be looking at your own site. And Andreas happens to be one of the, the best web analytics specialists I know. I, I've, at least I've talked with him a lot. We've, we've really gone along well, and, and I really know he knows what he's talking about. And he also works with my favorite software, which is ClickTracks. Um, <laughs> now, Andreas... What would you say, if a person's looking out there, looking at their competitors, what would you say they should be looking at on their own site first? Well, first and foremost, I think it's, uh, uh, web analytics is a great way to kind of almost choose your own battles. Because uh, let's say that you are really wanting to, you know, to, to gain a competitive edge in a certain space and whatnot. You know, one thing you have to kind of sit back and ask yourself, though, is, yeah, you know what, if, if I do get that traffic, if I do get those visitors, how do they interact with my site? It's kind of like... Um, a lot of times people think if you build it, they will come. But what I kind of take it a step further and say, uh, if you build it, they will come, but, yeah, will they convert? And so that's a great way to sort of look within your site to make sure that, you know, like I said, you're just kind of picking the, the right battles. Exactly. Okay, so and, and imagine, you know, it actually quite works qu well, quite well together because you look at the competitor analysis. When I finish one of those, we end up knowing what keywords perhaps the client should then start targeting. They create the pages in their site or or create the content and really you know, work their site around these key phrases, they've got to start tracking this and finding out what works and what doesn't. Um, I know in ClickTracks they have um, uh, multivariate testing to degrees, A-B testing, that kind of thing. Can you talk a little about that? Sure, yeah. It's, um, one of the great things about ClickTracks is um, just in general, even uh, one thing that's really great that you can do is, <clears throat> again, multivariate testing. It's really important to take a look at how what sort of first impression you're making for certain pages, for certain keywords and whatnot. There's a bunch of really cool ways in ClickTracks that you can actually segment out visitors who maybe uh, 
came in through a certain page, maybe a certain page that it's a certain landing page that you're trying to really, really uh, optimize content for, you know, not only just on the SEO, but even the PPC front. So it's a great way to take a look at how people are, what kind of first impression are those pages uh, are making, and, and a great way to sort of tie it into very specific keyword phrases as well. Right. Well, and, you know, it's, it's similar to, um, if anyone's familiar with it, the uh, uh, Google Website Optimizer, which is, is, is a free tool right now. And I wanted to bring that up because, um, you know, a lot of people out there perhaps can't afford a, a click track solution. Now, Google Website Optimizer allows you to actually train each page to um, uh, show, you know, depending on how the page is shown, it actually tracks what, which page is more successful and which one isn't. And I know that, uh, is it A-B testing on click tracks? I'm afraid I'm a little bit rusty on this. Is it A-B testing that you do that with? Absolutely, uh, yeah. Uh, ClickTracks will allow you to report on any sort of A-B split testing that you've actually set up your site to do. It allows you to report it. It won't actually do it, kind of like the Optimizer product, but if you have one set up, yeah, you just let ClickTracks know what the variants are, and you can just take a look at them side by side right there in ClickTracks. Excellent. Now, from your experience, I, I, I'm going to do a Dave here in the sense that I'm going to ask you a question that I probably wouldn't want to have you asked, but um, what... Um, what would you say, is there any difference between uh, ClickTracks A-B testing and Google Optimizer? Is there uh, an advantage, perhaps? Well, the one that, uh, of course, everyone would say first is that, well, one's free and one's not. So thanks for bringing that up. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> free is a four-letter F word. This is the Internet. <laughs> oh, you turn on me. No, I'm kidding. No, but the, the whole idea is, though, is that the, 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 the Google product, yeah, like I said, it's a little more intuitive, and it actually does a lot more on the fly, whereas, you know, kind of the, in click tracks, it has to be something that, that you have to actually set up on your site. It won't actually do it for you. But actually one of the advantages I think that click tracks does have is the fact that not only do you see how people interact with either one of those variants, but it will actually segment out those visitors who entered at either one of those variants and actually follow their whole entire journey through the site. So it's not just the first impression that they're making, but how do they just interact with the site in general all the way through. Excellent. Yeah, that, that's what I was hoping you'd say, because really there's so much that you can get out of it from all the other stuff, and, and they all work together, whereas uh, that perhaps isn't the case with Google Analytics. I'm not a pro in that. I'm, I'm focused mostly on click tracks, but I do know that there, there's, a, there's an immense amount of flexibility involved there. Sure. So... Well, Dave you know, one of the things that we wanted to do, getting uh, getting Ross and ClickTracks on the line together, is to find out um, what SEOs, and what, what, one of the best-known SEOs uh, in the world, how he uses the software, and what he'd like to see as add-ons, you know, ways to improve ClickTracks. So, Ross, first off, how are you, are, how are you using the software in ways that... that um, Andreas hasn't hasn't mentioned yet, and are there any things you'd like to see added to click tracks? And when Ross answers that, I guess Andreas, if you could just respond to that. Hmm. Well, you know, honestly, uh, a lot of what I've been hoping for with click tracks has been external. Um, now, before I get to that, though, I, I should say that with click tracks, um, I have got my professional certification thanks to I went through Andreas uh, through a course using Andre. Actually, he, he was my teacher. Uh, it was wonderful, but. Uh, so I, I do have the certification. You know, honestly, I haven't gotten to a lot of the funneling and a lot of the complexities of it. So, frankly, I haven't run out of anything yet that I sh should be able to use. Now, making things a little simpler, like uh, the setup and stuff for A/B testing, would be, you know, or perhaps um, uh, showing us the latest um, uh, add-ons. ClickTracks is amazing; it keeps adding all these fantastic add-ons. Um, but 
I'd, I'd like to know more about them, you know, getting some up-to-date training, especially as a ClickTracks professional. And, uh, you know, from that point on, uh, outside of that, having some sort of a resource for uh, ClickTracks professionals to work together. I've asked uh, at the time John Marshall, a whole bunch of people so far, to get that going, and it's just it's so lacking. It's got to be happening. As usual, and this happens way too frequently, um, we're running out of time. Um, we've already gone 15 minutes over our normal show allotment, and um, I think that the people at the booth are pulling out the little hair they have left. <laughs> um, Ross, on behalf of myself and Dave Davies, thank you so much for uh, giving us your time today. And I guess on behalf of the listeners, too, thank you so much for giving us our time. Uh, giving us your time. Friends, listeners, check out the Ross Dunn's article. It's featured in the expert in the expert article section on webpronews.com. Um, and uh, Dave, I think, has a quick note he wants to throw in. Yeah, just uh, for, for all of our SEO friends out there, um, there's, a, there's an interesting little SEO contest going on. Now, it's a couple days in, and in this specific contest, um, that actually means something. If you go to seonoobs.com, um, we're actually donating one of the uh, one of the prizes for it, as is uh, as is SEO Moz and a, and a host of others. Um, there's a competition. It's running. They've decided it, very interestingly uh, to run a one month contest. So it's can you rank uh, for the phrase Microsoft Directory? Uh, you've got a month. Um, so yeah, any of our listeners who are interested in, in competing in a in a contest should be a fun one. Um, and and just Did you to, say to Microsoft? Microsoft, yeah. <laughs> As in Yahoo, Microsoft. Um, so yeah, it, it's an interesting one, and uh, yeah, I mean we're we're sending in a in a site into the competition, so I'd like to see some uh, some interesting competitors. Although we'll be donating the prize to the first uh, the first newbie who shows up uh, in the list, uh, rather than rather than taking it for ourselves. If we happen to win, and uh, you know what, if uh, if we don't, I will be the first to note it. Uh, and 